Create with France Sydney. Hello everyone, welcome to the show. This is France Sydney and I help you to get rid of anxiety, procrastination, self-sabotage and loads of emotional blocks that might make your life very difficult. So I really like to help you to create the life that you want. Welcome to the show. Today I want to help you to write that talk, that presentation, that lesson, that workshop and present it beautifully without any anxiety and really have fun doing this. So stop the anxiety about it and get on and have wild success. Stay tuned! And let's go straight to the point. So here you are, whatever your condition, your situation is, maybe work, church, friends, boy scouts, whatever your situation, you have been asked to give a talk or a presentation to maybe present a workshop, to do something where you have to talk to an audience, where whether that is on Zoom or in live, it doesn't matter. Because you feel you are about to collapse on the floor and the legs are going jelly and your heart is racing, just even thinking about it. Yet you have said yes, because it's part of your duty, so you have to get on with it. So without wasting any time, I'm going to give you a few points that will help you to go forward and prepare and do a great job of this. So one of the very first things that you will notice, if you have something to do and you're not really looking forward to that, you will experience procrastination. So you will think about it, oh, this is very unpleasant. And so I'm going to do it later, but it is very much subconscious. You will not just think about that. You will say, oh yeah, I really need to clean the house. I really need to go and do this and that. Oh, I really, <laughs> you will find so many things that you have to do instead of preparing that presentation and don't worry too much this is just your mind trying to protect you from failure from rejection from feeling that you're not really good enough for this it just leaves you know a little bit of worry and a little bit of worry is good enough to make you work hard but when it is too much then it might make you feel a lot worse than it needs to be do you know how many times you get really worried when when we get to the event it's not as bad as we thought so why anticipate all this crash the important thing is to understand what is this stress where does it come from and is that going to be helpful for you or not we're all different so in the view of me myself speaking to you france there are only two ways you can give success you have to shift from a negative state to a positive state. The negative state, you're going to be focused on what can possibly go wrong. You won't find the equipment, nothing is working, the buttons are not there, the presentation is not working, you, you had an Apple Mac, you have a PC, the cables are wrong, the device is not charging, whatever. If you keep focusing on what is going to go wrong, you're going to feel a lot of weight in there. And of course, we don't want everything to be focused on what can go wrong. We want instead to prepare for things to go well. That's a little bit subtle and different. So prepare and make sure you have talked to the people who are in the, you know, who have a conference room or whatever, so that you know the equipment you can try. If you cannot try, you can look up on the internet how it works. All these little things that help you so you have some ideas of what can possibly be a little bit flimsy there and what else do you have there to help you if things don't go as smoothly and as you hope. 
Also, if it is maybe your first time you do this, you might want to have a little bit of write, write up, is that how you say that? Like a little bit of strategy. So you want to think first of all of the outcome that you want to achieve. The next bit, you really want to think about how you will want to deliver your lesson, your presentation, your talk. Are you going to be standing or sitting? Are you going to be walking? Do you need a microphone? Are you going to be walking up and down? Are you going to have a piece of paper with you or a presentation? Do you know how this works? So how are you going to prepare for this? Write down what you need. And for example, if you need to talk to technical people, remember, they might be a Monday to Friday person, you know, so you need to find them during the week. Make sure you have this preparation all sorted out in advance and always know if things go wrong, if the methodology, the technique, the things are not going right, there is always something else you can do if you at least know your content well, even if a presentation is not working, you might have something physical in your hands that you can use, so be very, very creative in that. And how did I learn that? Giving many, many talks and presentations workshops and not only as a teacher for 15 years when I was teaching Italian and some cartoons but also in my church where you know everyone is pretty much has to do lessons since we are 12 14 we, we learn how to do that and so you want to get started even if it's not going to be perfect and eventually you gain that confidence but sometimes there are people that they're 20 30 they've never done something like that so you need to really think about every step what you need to do, how you need to do it, break it down in small points and then work on them one by one. That's the way. So the next bit is going to be to prepare your topic, write about it, what is it you're going to talk about, you're going to write down exactly in order, thinking about the outcome you want to achieve with your audience, how you want them to feel, what you want them to learn or to do because of your presentation or workshop or whatever. So you have to know inside out your topic. Whatever you're going to talk about, you're not just going to guess it on the day, you have to know what this is. So that in case your piece of paper, your presentation or something goes missing, gets burned out, the computer is not working, you know what's going to happen there. You know how to talk about it. That's your topic. Once you have established you know exactly where you are, you do want quite a few bullet points so that you know what is the that is your beginning that reminds you the entire paragraph of the whole section that you want to talk about and make sure you know these bullet points memorize them in your mind even if you have a system of letters or numbers you write it on your hands maybe but you need that and there is a way you can put those bullet points in your presentation and your handouts so then if something goes wrong you can always look at the screen or look at one of the handouts and you know what you will be talking about because the whole point of a bullet point is to remind you all the stuff that comes underneath so we have now reached a really good stage now you have all ready there your content is there you need to now go and practice in front of a mirror or in front of a friend who is going to give you positive feedback and honest you know the kind of middle ground where he's telling you how's it going and if you're clear if your diction is clear if the content is something that people can understand from your presentation or if you need to make little tweaks and it's better to do this in advance even when they're not all finished just in case your whole thing is very muddled and then you have to do a lot of work later on so practice in front of a mirror practice with a friend 
If you use a, an app called Marco Polo, which is on mobile phones or cell phones for the Americans listening, you can try that. Just make a little video there and ask people how does that sound, maybe a few seconds, so they have an idea how this is coming up. They might give you good suggestions. For example, one thing that people forget is that there are a lot of people who don't hear properly because either they are deaf or hard of hearing or because, because they're foreigners, they don't get everything you're saying. So a lot of people, more than you think, they're actually lip reading because your jaws move differently compared to others. It depends on your accents and where you're from in different parts of your own state. So it is so important not to give the back when you are talking to people. When you're writing on the board or doing something to your presentation and when you're turning, they cannot see your face. Don't speak that much because a lot of people will be missing out and they won't have a clue because they don't even know they have a problem of being hard of hearing. And a lot of people have been lip reading for years and they have no idea they're losing the hearing until they realize that when you turn, they have no idea you were talking. So just bear this in mind, it's very useful. Another point to remember is that when you're preparing a presentation, the font should be a sans serif, a very clear, readable font. Don't use all capitals, don't use fancy calligraphic things, especially in capitals, they are completely unreadable, they look very much like childlike attempt to make an impression, they don't really help anything and they're not very good for design reasons. They just make everything very cluttered and unless your presentation is about which fonts to use when, don't keep changing fonts. Stick to one or two with a bold and sometimes rarely to an underlined or maybe um, cursive handwriting, but don't go mad with fonts and especially to not write using colors that are so much in contrast it is very, very difficult to read. For example, if you have a black background, anything is gonna look fluorescent and the worst color is gonna be yellow. So that's gonna really glare and make it really difficult for people, especially those whose eyesight is imperfect, to decipher what you're writing and also make sure the, the font size is the right size for people who are on the back of a room. Think about how big is the room if the text is so small and you're talking fast and people don't have time to take notes and it was necessary, they're gonna be a little bit fed up. So unless you're giving them a PDF file or something printed, make sure they can read everything so they don't get frustrated that they have lost missed half of your presentation. Now that you have laid all the very, very solid foundation for all your talk, the contents and how to cater for the people that you have been preparing to talk to, you want to have all printed out and ready, even if you do have a digital presentation, okay? And then you want to practice this and practice how you're going to breathe when you are doing this workshop or lesson or presentation. So my suggestion is to practice reading at a normal speed, that is your normal talking speed for that type of presentation or workshop or lesson. Don't practice speaking really fast because you need to time yourself. So if you're talking for 10 to 12 minutes, you will be using about one to one and a half A4 in size 14 printed out from your computer. 
So remember, if you have two-way force, you're gonna be talking for about 20 minutes. So that's a lot of talking without stopping. So time yourself, read nicely, don't look at the time, keep reading, and if you see that the time allocated to you is way less than the time you're using, you need to condensate what you're saying and cut off a lot of stuff. Once you have sorted out the speed so that you can breathe nicely, breathe deeply, give time for people to get the message done in their heart so they know what you're saying, they can feel it, they have time to maybe ask a question, make a comment, laugh, then your timing will be perfect. If you keep practicing that, this is what you're going to have in the end. Also remember sometimes people write something and then say something else and they add a comment, an impromptu comment that came to their mind just at that moment. While this is going to be an excellent thing to say, sometimes they will make it so in the end, and this happens a lot, the last two or three minutes you might be running to finish your presentation in time because there won't be any Q&A time or activity time or whatever. So make sure that there is enough content to fill your time, that there are bits that you can skip if necessary, you can add if necessary. So you are feeling more relaxed and more ready for this activity that you're gonna hold. Finally, you want to start practicing your talk, your breathing, your moving, until it's coming out really nicely. The more you practice, the less you will need to use both notes. First you will be practicing using the full notes and looking down, then you will practice looking less and less, then you will underline what are the main points, then you will move on to your bullet points only, and in the end you won't really need bullet points. But it's good to have them in the class as a handout there, so in case something happens you go blank, you can just trace back and say, ah, here we are now, let's go back, here we covered this thing, because you know, it can happen when you have a hundred people there that might be very excited about your talk, might be asking questions, you get a little detour. So always have something there so you know where you are, you can come back to it, just stay calm and don't go berserk because you lost your point. It's always very good to have a bit of a joke ready there in case you lose something or something goes wrong. Or you say jokes, it doesn't work, so oh, my husband told me that was not going to be fun. So something fun that will lighten up the atmosphere is always good. Then the day comes that you are doing this amazing talk, interview, workshop or whatever. Remember we're all human beings, so even if you're seeing the CEOs, you know, everyone has got a little bit of a uh, about giving that talk and presentation. So you might have, even after the presentation, preparation, you might have a little bit of a racing heart. So the best thing you can do is, as you're walking there to the podium, to the desk or whatever that is, to the computer or whatever old type of equipment you're using, you just tell yourself, wow, look at that, I got a racing heart. This shows how excited I am to talk to all these people, to inspire them to do the next thing. I'm so full of energy, I can't wait to go there to share my energy to share all this with them. So I'm so excited. If you feel that I'm still <laughs> quiet, you know, oh, you're kind of losing it, you arrive there and you start saying, I am so, I'm not sure, guys, if I'm just scared or I'm excited, you're going to help me with this. I'm just going to break the ice because they know how it feels to be a little bit 
worried in front of all of them and they will make sure that they feel you as, as a vulnerable person who is done in preparation but is still human. And as humans, we need that acceptance and to know that our effort will be accepted. So this is it for today. Just remember to focus on the positive and practice, practice, practice. If you have any questions, just let me know and I will be very, very happy to help you. If, however, this thought of giving a talk presentation is giving you full-on panic attacks and anxiety problems or whatever, maybe there is something there that needs to be unblocked. Feel free then to contact me, francsydney.com, or send a message on Messenger, you know, find me there, francsydney, send me an email. Uh, you know where all my things are, you just Google me, I'm all over Google. And then I'll be happy to help you, you know, consultations are free, so always there to help. So I'm going to wish you an amazing day, an amazing, wonderful week. And I hope to see you very, very soon. So thank you very much for listening and take care. Bye-bye. You've listened to Create with Franz Sydney.